Many businesses trying to open up after the pandemic are running into the same problem. No one is applying to work with them. From restaurants to factories to the service industry, employers across the country are having the same problem. No one wants to work. Well, what role does work play in the life of a man? How important is it to be driven? And what happens when we are too driven? These are all things we talk about in episode three of the Man They Remember podcast. I deserve to do the do work that makes me happy. And if my work doesn't make me happy, then it's obviously not the right job. Yeah. Right. right. So right. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna quit because you know, you know, I had a bad day and because my you know my boss yelled at me today or because yeah. I'm just I'm just too tired when I get home from work and you know I'm not having fun, you know. Millions of people out there with gym memberships and only about fifty percent of people that actually have a gym membership uses it, right? I think and, it's less than that. Yeah. I think it might be thirty percent. Yeah, I think yeah. it's in the thirties, twenties and thirties. But if you look up like if you actually look up our gym memberships a scam, you have thousands of people that are like, yeah, I had this gym membership for six years and I'm still the same way. Like, did, did you go? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I have a gym membership, but I don't necessarily use it all the time because I try to do it elsewhere, but I don't blame the gym for my right. lack of results. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if we want to get rich, then what you're saying is we need to create a program where you sign up, you sign up online. And but the then, like, only to way it, to cancel. You, the only way to cancel is you have to go in in person. You then you have to have a follow up phone call, and then you have to write a letter. Yeah, you'll never have anyone quit. Yeah, ever. <laughs> and, and just put that in your little terms of agreement. Yeah. No one will ever read it. Yeah. <laughs> You're listening to the Man They Remember podcast, where we are encouraging men to be the kind of man they'll remember when we're gone. Find us online at mantheyremember.com or facebook.com/slash/mantheyremember and join the Facebook group on that page. Thank you for sharing, liking, subscribing, and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Now, time for the show. All right. Hello, everyone. It is uh, a nice, toasty Sunday, sunny afternoon in the Pacific Northwest. It, uh, it's, uh, what, May, May 3rd, is that right? Today, 2nd. May, May 2nd. 2nd. May 2nd. And, uh, but it's nice and warm, and the sun came out, and... We had the driest, driest April and March on record. It was supposed to rain this whole last week, but yeah. never really did. No rain, so yeah, barely. Yeah, been nice and night, but we've had this almost like summer, summer weather in this uh, last month or so. So we're pretty spoiled here. But hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Man They Remember podcast. Yeah, lots of lots of unnecessary information is you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to start off. But I mean, that's kind of what podcasts are, right? Pretty like, much. Uh, we'll, fill like, it, we'll fill it with a lot more. Yeah, there's there's like like ten minutes of good information, and the rest of it's just you know whatever you th- you know, people are talking about rabbit trails, interesting things. But I think it's what makes podcast podcasts. Yeah, one more piece of unnecessary information is almost Star Wars Day. So, yes, Tuesday, oh. May the fourth, be with you. I was actually gonna see if you knew why it was Star Wars Day or not. <laughs> I'm impressed. Well, it's like so. Anyone anyone listening? Um, you know, I I I think I've seen all the Star Wars movies now. Oh, really? Because Henry Henry's, Henry's really into them, so we've watched. I think I've seen them all. I can't remember, but I hadn't seen the original three ever until recently. Um, and and I I'm glad I watched it because Henry's into it. But now, but when I watched it, like there was you know there's there's no way they could live up to the hype. 
There was, it was just impossible for you know because everyone says you know it's the greatest greatest franchise of all time and it's and you watch it and it's like it's an old franchise. Yeah. <laughs> These are old movies. If you, if you start watching it like right now, you're just going to be disappointed with right. the movie because it's not nearly as good as movies are made right. nowadays. But like when you started watching it, even when I was a kid and started watching it, and there wasn't that great of movie quality yet. Right. It's it's people's like oh my goodness this is amazing and they right. watch it like it's just the. Uh, the reminiscing, not so much of this is amazing yeah. movie quality because it's, it's not. It's yeah. not nostalgia. great movie quality. Yeah, the total nostalgia. Yeah, nostalgia. I get. I get the nostalgia of it, but you know, but talking about how you know they were, and I can I can understand how at the time they were kind of groundbreaking films, but still, you know, the one, I can't remember which one it was, but there was like a five minute scene of R two D two and C three PO, I think, walking through out of a ship through the desert, and it was like they, all they did was like five minutes. <laughs> and you could just, and you could, like, all I could think was, they're really proud of their robots right now. It's like, that, that's what they, they just, like, they're really proud of their robots because this, you know, this is, in most movies, this would have been like a, a three second scene where they show them walking through the desert and then they cut to the next scene because nobody wants to watch yeah. robots walking. There's nothing exciting. So, but anyway, no, so I, I'm not super into Star Wars and I'm sure that there are people listening that are going to be mad at me because I don't, I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but. It is, it is, it is what it is. It's who I am. <laughs> what is that? Oh, is that your fan? It's Maybe my computer. It's my, okay. Yeah. yeah, I heard it too. It's like, what are you doing to me? You're live streaming from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't have the air conditioner fan, but we got a we got a fan still. Yep. Yeah. So, um, so May the fourth this week is coming up, and so my wife's got some stuff planned for the kids for that, but nothing. Yeah. Nothing on my side. I'm not like, not, not, just not, not really into it. I don't know if I ever will be. I appreciated the, uh, the last one that came out, the big epic one, whatever that was. Yeah, that was pretty good. It's the Rise of Skywalker. Was that the big epic one that came out? The... Yeah. I like that one. That one was pretty good. Yeah. The, the second to last one, awful. Yeah. Awful. I but... like the evil dude that plays in it. He's Ray. Uh, no, Kylo Ren. Yeah. Well, his name, the actor. I, I like the the actual actor. Uh, Just about spilled well, my it's water on my computer. Driver. Uh, Adam Driver. Yeah. Yeah. Is that his name? Yeah. Good. Good one. Yeah. I was lucky I got his last name, but yeah, I I, I like that guy. He's he's a good actor. Ah, cool. All right. Well, so <laughs> welcome, useless information. welcome to the podcast. Yeah. So. Uh, so I wanted to uh, to get us started this week um, to ask, not just how everyone's doing. So I should introduce it. We should introduce. I've got to intro- do the introductions. Always forget. Sure. All right. So sitting on my right, your left, the one, the only, the infamous Mister Shad Thomas. Hi everybody. Wow, you How's should be a going? sports announcer there, David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the and, one, yeah. the only. <laughs> Yeah, we got to come up with. We should come up with like sports introduction kinds of introductions that I could memorize and read off every time, like they do at the Moda Center or something. Yeah. And then on my left, your right, Mister Rylan, <laughs> Ryan with an L, Rylan Manning. L right in the middle. That's how I always say it. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome. Thank you. Missed you last week. Yeah. But glad to be back. Yeah. And then I'm David, by the way. Oh I'm, yes, yeah, I'm the David. Host. <laughs> I'm the I'm the announcer host, so they they don't get any big introduction, right? That's just uh, you just assume who they you just assume they're somebody. I guess yeah, pretty much <laughs> they're, they're a human. But um, so to get us started off this week, uh, what are you guys loving? 
We're, we're going to switch it up a little bit from projects you've been working on to, uh, to what are you loving this week? This week or just in general? In general, yeah. We haven't talked about it, any, any loving, anything we're loving yet, so you can go as far back as you want, I guess. Yeah. Chad, you got anything? Yeah, I, I am loving that musician um, app that uh, I'm finally starting to get calluses on my finger from, from playing the guitar. Yeah, that's important. It is important <laughs> because it's like you want to cry because yep. you're just like, come on, just get through this lesson, and it's... Uh, it, it's Man, it's just really. <laughs> I I know like eight chords now, and it's nice, like good, yeah, I know, good. and it's just like uh, it, I, for some reason it helps. I have never been able to memorize chords, and now it, by the way that it does it, I know uh, yeah, like E E sharp. I know E major, C D. A G and an A chord, and it's like, and I just been flipping back and forth between those, just having fun with those, and uh, uh, yeah, I I love that app. It is really super fun. And I got to poke on you a little bit. Oh boy, here we go. Uh oh, <laughs> I miss one. Yeah, yeah, there isn't there isn't really an E sharp. <laughs> That's not e really. major, E There's minor, E major, and E minor. Yeah. Okay, then yeah. that's the one. Okay, you would have okay. had me on that one because well, I have no idea. <laughs> all right, well, I watched your guys' podcast last I week. Kind of, when I said it, when it came out of my mouth, I was like, "Wait, what's that, is that yeah. one?" E but major and E I minor. Yes, yeah. I know it's E M. <laughs> that's what it says. Yeah. And I was thinking there is no one with the with the hashtag. Right. You know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> At yeah. least I know that. I mean, hey. It's, but anyway, I'm having a. I, I'm loving that app. Good. Thanks good. for calling awesome. me out, David. Yeah. yeah, I had to. Yeah, I was watching you guys' podcast last week about the uh, mu- <laughs> music, and I was like, man, I would have no idea, nothing to add to this conversation. <laughs> it was all over my head. Right, right. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I actually went and downloaded the piano version of it. I'm going to try it out this week. I oh, didn't cool. get to last week. Yeah, I wanna, I'm curious to see how you think. Isn't it for learning? It. Yeah, for learning. Oh, yeah. Don't you already know piano? I do, but uh, yeah. Then you I, major I, in piano. Well, I I was a piano major for one year, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I didn't like classical piano all that much. I after my first year, I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm. Besides, I mean, how many classical pianists like do you know that make a living performing as classical pianists? That's what I like. I wanted to be a performer, right? I didn't want to teach lessons. I wanted to be. I, I had a dream, wanted to perform yeah. with orchestras and stuff. But like, how many people do you know that ever do that? I, mean, I can't name one. There's probably like a hundred. <laughs> I don't think I know uh, anybody that knows anybody. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I've never heard of somebody said, "Yeah, I know a guy that plays piano in front of everybody." Yeah. yeah. No. And I've I've always played by ear, so you know, have, spending that time, you know. Reading music, classical music, you have to read music and you have to play exactly what's on the page. They don't let you, you know, wander on. It just wasn't my thing. So, gotcha. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, I've got plenty to learn and, and I want to see something about for teaching the kids piano mm. and see if it's something that they might, they might enjoy. So, yeah. be able to use that. And yeah, it's a good idea. Rylan, what are you loving? Uh, lately, I have been loving just getting into like sports. I mean, loving and hating it all at the same time. Mm. I mean, especially I've been playing a lot of golf. I started golf last year during the pandemic. It's just oh, something nice. that you can kind of go do, get outside mm-hmm. and be in the nice fresh air. I mean, my brother did it a lot. And then uh, my brother-in-law's brother, Kelly, he comes and joins us a lot too. So, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't know if either of you guys have ever really played golf, but oh, yeah. I also absolutely hate it. 
<laughs> <laughs> oh yes welcome to golf sir it just yeah. just depends on the day you know yeah but i've also been getting out and playing uh basketball at the park with some friends of mine and um and then we our softball season starting up again here too so just fun to get out of the house and get in the nice weather mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. be outside playing playing some sort of sports and it's definitely helped me for my cardio journey of losing weight so it's so important to get outside I, mm-hmm. you know i think we're i know it's important i know we it's nice to be inside you know, we spend a lot of effort, you know, trying to get lives inside. We want to, yeah. we want to, as Andy Stanley says, eat and sleep indoors. But um, it's it's still uh, it's so important to get outside to get some sunshine to mm-hmm. breathe in some oxygen. There's some studies about um, about how if you if you just take a walk around trees, it can actually alleviate uh, depression and anxiety and stuff like that. It can actually help boost your your mood in a lot of significant ways. If you just take a walk down a street with a lot of trees, or if you go out into nature where there's a lot of trees, there, you, there's a lot of actual, not just health, you know, physical health, but mental health yep. benefits to it. So it's really good to get outside. Another thing is like, I've been, so I've been tracking with my Apple watch, like my, my heart rate and my, like it tracks all the different stuff for when you're working out. Right. And, I have never been one that likes cardio. Mm-hmm. I don't like just going on runs. I absolutely hate it. Nope. My, my dad runs every single day. I'm like, I don't know how you do it. Because <laughs> yeah. um, he's crazy. Yeah, that, that's, he, I was yeah. absolutely insane. Those are insane people. It's, it's just all, that's the only way to describe it. They're, they're actually legitimately yeah. insane. But I was, out there, I was out there playing for like an hour and 40 minutes with, with my buddy of mine. We were just doing one-on-one. Neither of us were going super hard, but just hard enough. Mm-hmm. And after the hour and 40 minutes, I burned 1,800 calories. Wow. So it's like, if you don't enjoy cardio, find something that you like to do that's outside that's getting your heart yeah, right. rate up yeah. and, and make it fun. Well, that's why I like hiking. Um, yeah. You know, just, you know, it, it, you can you can get your heart rate up pretty pretty high just hiking up a steep hill, you know, just getting out there. Because especially if you're on a softer trail where it's more work. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, something I'm loving, uh, I, I just finished this book called Boys Adrift. Boys Adrift. By Dr. Leonard Sachs, S-A-X, like the saxophone, Okay, just to be clear. Um, d- don't want any. It's, it's, a very, <laughs> it's, like, it's a very easy for that, for that to be misheard and then people to think, oh, wait, wait, that's his last name? No, Sachs. Sachs. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but it's, it's actually, it's really good. It's about... He he covers you know like five or six maybe seven of the areas in our in our culture that have kind of led to boys become you know becoming the unmotivated um, you know men that they grow up, grow up to be men that never don't don't contribute to society that they don't want to get out of mom and dad's house you mm-hmm. know the failure to launch he talked about that actually he talked about he wrote an article about you know the failure to launch idea. And then one, so one chapter, he had a whole chapter written, but he had, he got so much response to that article that he just included a lot of the responses to it that people were sharing about their, their sons, you know, their, their boyfriends, their fiancés, their husbands who weren't, who weren't launching, so to speak. But, um, it talks about, I, I mentioned a few weeks ago about school, some of the things that are happening in school. It was talking about, uh, Plastics. I didn't. I hadn't even realized this, but I guess a lot of research has been done about, you know, you get, you know, how there's no B, you know, the BPA th- label that's on a lot of bottles now, yeah. water bottles. Like it's it's a big deal. The BPA, like they wanted to say no BPA because BPA is there's some kind of chemical in plastic that can leach out into the water or into the pop okay. or whatever you're drinking, and then you drink it and you ingest it. But there are other chemicals, like even if it's BPA free. There's a, I think it's phthalides or hyperthalides or something like that uh, in plastics that, that um, and it's in everything, right? 
in everything, all kinds. Of, I mean, and it's from like you know, you know, uh, bottles, baby bottles, uh, pacifiers, and then just basically every you know, all your food comes in plastic. Mm-hmm. You know, all your drinks almost you know come in plastic if you're not drinking out of tap tap water stuff like that. Um, but these the the that chemical thalides. I think it's thalides, but I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, I apologize. Um, but your body doesn't know what to do with them. So it treats it, you're in, in the male body, the a male's body treats it like estrogen, essentially, or like, like, like female, female hormones is how your body kind of treats it. Interesting. Yeah. And so then it, it actually has, it, you know, has some negative development effect, effects on, on boys who are growing up to become men. And so just lots of really interesting stuff. It's all, it's a research-based book. It's not theory, you know, it's not somebody just getting on a soapbox, but lots of, you know, lots of really, so if you, if you, uh, and it was, I actually listened to it. Um, It was in the, uh, in the library for free. You can listen for free on our, in the Libby app. And uh, that was like five or six hours to listen to it. Definitely, definitely worth the listen. Yeah. So, yeah. Listen yeah, I was one. wondering why I kept crying on the notebook. You know, it's that estrogen. It's all those plastics. <laughs> and you know, my friends are like, yeah, he didn't have that. I drink out of glass bottles. And what are you crying about, man? Yeah. We are going to talk about emotions eventually because that, that's one of the things. So we, we want to kind of, and I'm realizing how, um, just how um, ingrained it is to kind of, you know, to think, to do the, the stereotypical man box, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so like the stereotypical man box would be like to make fun of you for crying at the notebook. And real men don't cry. <laughs> it's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> right. But, but, you know, that's actually a very unenlightened un, uh, you know, way of thinking, not a... Just watching the notebook is not very manly. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, uh, hey, my wife made me watch it, okay. If it's a good story, then, you know, then it's a good story. Yeah. And so, it is a good story. I've seen it. But, you know, I was just, I can't remember what it was, but, we, you know, on this, my, my family and I went on a short trip over the weekend, this weekend, and I, I can't remember where it was, but I, but I said, you know, that was kind of, that was kind of gender stereotype, stereotypical for me to say that, you know, I don't, I don't remember what it was, but um, anyway, we'll get to that. Because because I I want to do away with the stereotype that that you're that to be a man you have to be a macho man yeah, like 100%. like you, the only way to be a man is if you know if you live you know swinging an axe and and you know like you you eat you know eat the chips that you're cutting out of trees for lunch you know like like it's like you know this is kind of the stereotypical yeah. idea of manhood right? you have to have a job where you're working with your hands and, yeah yeah. Yeah, like your hands should always be rough and stained and dirt, yeah. you know, and you should always have grit under your fingernails. Like, Funny thing about that is I don't have a job. I do have a job where I have to work with my hands, and my hands are usually pretty right. smooth and uncalloused because I wear gloves. gloves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm but, like, I'm, I do. Yeah. I just, you can't tell by my hands. Right, but. right. <laughs> but, like, you know, I, I think virtue, you know, like we've said, you know, a few weeks ago, you know, a man is a male who has learned to control his appetites, yep. his desires with virtue. And I think that's, I think that's, important that we keep that in front of everyone that we we don't want to just we don't want to just you know portray that you know because there are a lot of men's podcasts and a lot of the men's podcasts out there are are about macho kinds of things you know they're about hunting they're about you know iron working you know and and making knives and and that kind of stuff there's nothing wrong with that and there's nothing wrong with guys doing that but saying that the only way to you know that real men like that kind of thing uh, and so by and and saying that you exclude a whole bunch of other men who don't like that that you know that then we're starting to have a problem so but 
Which kind of bridge, brings us into our topic for the day, I guess. Ambition and hunger. Ambition, hunger, drive. Um, so we don't have a whole lot of quotes, although Shad looked up one. I've got one that I'll read. Um, we'll, we'll get it. A lot of these topics we'll eventually come back around to you oh, know, yeah. and repeat them over and over again down the road and years and years to come as we continue on the podcast. But, um, but I want to talk about, uh, and it's kind of in response to that book because, you know, talking about uh, men who go, you know, who, who are 25, 30 years old, living in their parents' basement mm-hmm. and just don't have any kind of ambition, any kind of drive or desire to to get out of that that level of living where they're relying on mom and dad they don't want to get married they don't want to get in their own on their own two feet in any way shape or form yep. and it's a big problem in our country today so I want to talk about it but at the same time I want to talk about it with balance so what are your thoughts as we get started because here this is what I was getting ready to say I'm not very organized today <laughs> I, I literally just drove in like like 40 minutes yeah, before this so um, so um so desire, we, you know, we, we've talked about desire and, and the dangers of desire. So it'd be easy to just write off desire and say desire in all situations is, is a bad thing. But if you do away with desire altogether, then you're not going to do anything, right? Which is basically what's happened with a lot, of the, a lot of men in our world. Like we have a lot of men who just don't have a desire or a hunger or a drive of any kind. Yep. So, mm-hmm. so that's kind of what we're talking about. Yep. I've been doing a lot of talking. I can see it on my waveform here. So I'm going to shut up for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has to do with... Um uh, also with um, discouragement, too. Discouragement is a big issue with, um, at least from my perspective, um, where it's uh, it's not okay to fail, you know. And when it does, you know, um, it goes back to that manly thing that I, you know, you can't do that. You know, it's, it's, um, it is such an unhealthy um, behavioral um, poke at uh at i think at younger people i it, you know i want to throw my my parents under the bus or anything but it's like it was i was pushed to you know and they did the best they could you know with, with trying to teach me you know to work ethic and things and i had a job right when you know i was i i was fortunate enough to go to a um it was an alternative school because I was such a pain in the butt that uh, <laughs> seriously I could not I could not adapt to the regular learning. So um, this has been facility. a lifelong pursuit for you, then? Oh, absolutely, it has, <laughs> absolutely, and I'm I'm just scratching the surface of it, and now I'm just, I'm physically unable to do you know manly work, but um, but it goes back to like this this alternative school and i think it would be a really really good uh, thing to incorporate this cuz it's it it sure helped me with encouragement right um you'd go half the day at school um do your school work and you you did it on your own you know the if there's teachers there that could help you but the here's your work assignments fill it out do it and if you need help come back and then the other half of the day you pick job sites. You'd go and hmm, yeah. and you'd actually go, and that's how you got your credits. You wouldn't earn; you'd get credits, and that's what kind of pushed me over, you know, to get that work ethic. and And I watched my dad, you know, go to work, but 
You know, I watched him come in, and he was a little little grumpy when he came in, and it did not look fun. You know, right. it did not look like right. he was enjoying himself when he came home because he was grumpy. Yeah. And um, so it's just, I, 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 was, I was really discouraged about, um, and so I just guess I had mixed, mixed signals. I never mm. had, like, guidance on, son, this is what we do, and yeah. this is how, you know natural right uh upbringing of um, a specific guidance on how we act and how you know what work ethic is and, right and, right yeah well it kind of sounds like you know something i you're hitting on there is um it, it's kind of a cultural thing mm-hmm. where where we think we should only do like we should only like i deserve to do the do work that makes me happy and if my work doesn't make me happy then it's obviously not the right job. Yep. Right. Right. So right. yeah. <laughs> so 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 I'm you know I'm going to quit because you know you know I had a bad day and because my you know my boss yelled at me today or because yeah. I'm just I'm just too tired when I get home from work and you know I'm not having fun you know and that, that we kind of have that yeah. feeling I think. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing too, right? Is like we have uh, that's like the number one thing people tell us is, is find something you love, right? Mm-hmm. Find something you love to do. I mean, this could be more of the Gen Z millennial side of me, but there's nothing I love to do mm-hmm. so much that I want to do it for 40 hours a week for the rest of my life. Right? Amen. Right. Like I'm looking for something that will provide the life that I'm wanting to live for my family, not what I love to do because it's, it fulfills me. Right. Well, but and, and we, but we've lost that. Like we've yeah. lost the the appreciation, you know, in our society of just you know of going to work, even if you don't love the job, but just going to work day in and yep. day out. Yep. And earning an income. Now, I, d- I want to be careful because I'm not saying like I don't want to. I also don't want to create a, a thinking where we say um, men men have to make the most money in their house yeah. because that's that's not always true anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't have a problem. You know, if, if you if you're married and your wife makes more than you, makes a lot more than you. I don't care. You know, it's just yeah. what are you doing though to contribute to the household? Yep. You got to be doing something, not just you know. My wife works, so I get to sit around on the couch and play video games all day. Yep. That's not that's not cool. That's not going to work. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, this, you know, the, we got to love, got to love our jobs. We're entitled to do a job that we love. I don't, I don't know if you've ever worked at a job for very long, yeah. but eventually you don't love it. Yeah. There's something you don't like about it. Yeah. Whether it's the people, whether it's one of the, some of the tasks, right? yeah. whether it, there's something, like, there's something that you don't end up liking about mm-hmm. it. And, and even, you know, even in volunteering, you know, cause a lot of people will go volunteer because it's something they love. Yeah. And that's good, but I also think you should volunteer somewhere you hate. Yep. Because, but but it's somewhere that you know it's something that needs to be done that no one wants to do. Yep. yep. Like, because there are a lot of jobs, there are a lot of tasks in our world that need to be done that nobody wants to do. Uh, but we need some people to you know kind of step up and say, you know, what? I hate this, but I'm going to do it for an hour because it needs to be done. Yep. And you can still feel good about yourself because you did something <laughs> good, right? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, and with you know. You know, it kind of pushed me when, see, I worked for a grocery store for 14 years. Um, I think maybe I could count a handful of days where I really enjoyed going to work. Yeah. I hated it. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't stand the schedule. Uh, I I didn't mind the actual work because mostly I, I threw freight and I enjoyed that because it was work hard, work fast. You know, time went by like that. Um, but... Uh, uh, the environment was horrible. It was, you're never enough. You never do. And there was times where I actually walked home or drove home 
crying. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an adult man, and I'm crying because I knew I could not leave that job because I was having kids like this when I hit 20, mm. right? So I had four kids back to back to back to back, mm. and I knew there was nothing I could do. And my kids, my love for my kids and my wife and, and supporting them overrode any kind of um, uh, crap I took at work. You know, mm-hmm. it was like it, it trumped anything that I, I had to suck it up. I yep. had to do my job and I had to come home. And then I would, I'd clam up when I got home and it's like, what's your problem? I had a rough day. Give me, you know, can I have my beer and just sit right. and watch TV? Right. You know, and it caused, <clears throat> it caused, you know, it, it to implode on me eventually right. you know and um and then feeling inadequate i lost my family blah blah you know and it just tailspin mm-hmm. yep. and uh you know that's that's my perspective on on um you know but i just kept always okay i just keep to keep gotta i just keep having to work and if i just keep working no matter what job it is um then I then there's my purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that was my purpose. As a as a man, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to work no matter what happens in my life. What's falling all apart around me, right. I gotta continue to work. No, that's and that's really important. You know, you mentioned um uh how at, at the school, like you had a half a day where you're kind of working on on, on school work and then the other mm-hmm. half you had work projects you're working on or something. That's kinda is that accurate? Yeah, you. Yeah, I would until I got my driver's license at sixteen. I was there fifteen through sixteen, and you would go. You they would have a whole filing cabinet of jobs that would actually like. Uh, I did auto body. I did. Uh, I even did dog grooming. You know, I'd go for and I love. I love yeah. those jobs. You know, all these jobs I I enjoyed thoroughly. It was a whole different array of 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 different jobs that we did. And so we'd go, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> um, we'd go, so we'd go half the day to, you know, we'd either take the bus or we'd drive mm-hmm. and we'd go to those, yeah. the, those, and it was like uh, two or three weeks and then you could apply for like a month, a month stint if you really liked the job and they liked you. Right. Yeah. The, but in this, in this book, Boys Adrift, he talks about their, that boys, they're, they're basically, they're kind of two major learning styles. One is called Kantness, and one is called, I think, Wissenschaft or something like that. And so, so, so I'm pretty pretty sure. If I, I might have these backwards, I should probably look it up and, and not say it. But but I'm pretty sure Kantness. Um, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, like me, David. I, I, I got to know. I don't want to say it wrong. And don't want to misrepresent the book. <laughs> have something out there like for years and years and years where people are saying, um, oh, "Hey, remember that podcast? That idiot. That guy was so wrong. It was." The other way around. One, one here. I'll just, I'll just leave it generic. One, one is a is about information and learning information and facts, and as, so that's kind of the focus is on is on learning content. And the other is about experiential learning. We, I think we've talked about this sometime. Um, so it's, it's kind of learning through experiences and stuff like that. Well, a lot of boys, a lot of a lot of males are wired to learn more through experience, especially in their younger years, uh, than than by learning information. So, you know, so schools uh, used to, I guess, used to have a lot of experience built in, but as, as, as uh, testing and all that stuff and, and competing in the world with, you know, smart people in the world became more and more important, they started moving more and more information into younger and younger years 
to uh, to try to force on on all on both both boys and girls, and so boys who aren't ready to learn a lot of information at that age mm-hmm. are being forced to learn a lot of information, and they're and they're you know you know coming on. on I mean, they're just falling apart as a result of it. They're, yep. they're unable to keep up with it, and so they so they lose the desire for learning, which is really the important thing, especially in kindergarten. Like the 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 reason they started kindergarten was to create. A desire and a hunger to learn, like that was the idea. Yeah, that like they wanted they wanted kids to to learn and have a desire for learning and and reading and and understanding. And the things. Head Start program, yeah, and the Head Start program, so we can get get going. But they moved that down into down into they moved basically more uh, first grade where you're learning to read and learning math and all that stuff down into kindergarten to try to get kids ahead. And then what it's doing is it's slowing them way down. Interesting. Yeah. So. Makes sense. Yeah. So, uh, so I think that's you know basically what, what what you're saying. Like you know, le- you know we we don't learn because we we end up you know we end up focusing too much on the information and thinking I need to learn the information and yep. and we're not actually having the experience of learning, which is how a lot of a lot of people learn. Um. So you had a quote, and I've got a quote. You want to read your quote? Oh yeah, I just I just lost. Oh, what was it? Um, <laughs> yes, that's it. Here we go. Yeah, it's a good one too. Um, yeah, don't be upset with the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do. Yep. <laughs> I like that one. I really like don't that be one. upset with the results you didn't get from the work, the work you, you didn't, didn't do. do. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. I think that's a part of our our world. We just kind of feel entitled to mm-hmm. and to results that we didn't do the work for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a big one behind that is is losing weight, right? There's like there's millions of people out there with gym memberships, and only about fifty percent of people that actually have a gym membership uses it, right? I think and, it's less than that. Yeah, I think it might be thirty percent. Yeah, I think yeah. it's in the thirties, twenties, and thirties. But if you look up like, if you actually look up our gym memberships a scam, you have thousands of people that are like, yeah, I had this gym membership for six years, and I'm still the same way. Like, did you, did you go? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I have a gym membership, but I don't necessarily use it all the time because I try to do it elsewhere, but. I don't blame the gym for my right. lack of results. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I paid the gym thousands of dollars and I never lost any weight. Yeah, if you were there every day and you're working out and you're following your eating routine, you're like, wow, yeah, man, this whole working out thing is a scam. But yeah. you can't yeah. say that from sitting at right, your couch right. at home and like, that gym thing, man, scam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had that $10 one for, I think I kept it almost At a Planet year. Planet Fitness? Yeah, I kept it like <laughs> almost a year, and I think I went twice. Yeah. Well, like, see, yeah. it used to be, gym memberships used to be like where you had to sign a one or a two, or sometimes even longer year commitment yep. yeah. to, to be able to be a part of it. And I, you know, I remember I signed up once early on in our marriage. And I was like, man, I can't wait. I'm never going to this gym, but I still got to pay this. And it was like 40 bucks a month or something. <laughs> so at here's, that time. here's the funny thing about gym memberships they're very smart with the way they do things because they, they know how lazy people really are, yes. right? So most gym memberships, most people like to cancel the memberships online, right? Lack of having to tell anybody that you're quitting, right, right. whatever. Yeah. The only way to quit majority of gyms out there is you either call them or go in in person. Yeah, yeah. Otherwise, you can't cancel it. <laughs> you just keep paying that fifty or sixty dollars a month, and you're just like, "Oh, I really need to cancel that." I but cannot I don't, I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, yeah. And I cannot admit defeat to yeah. a, a person face to face, and it's usually that guy that's like uh-huh. this. You know, he's like, "What? What do you, what do you want to cancel?" You're walking. So, you're walking five hundred pounds. You're like, "I need to cancel." Whatever. So if we want to get rich, then what you're saying is we need to create a program where you sign up, you sign up online. 
And but the then, like, only to quit way it, to cancel. You, the only way to cancel is you have to go in in person. You then you have to have a follow up phone call, and then you have to write a letter. Yeah, you'll never have yeah. anyone quit. Yeah, ever. Oh, there's <laughs> an, and just put that in your little terms of agreement. Yeah. No one will ever read it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's another scam that's going on too. It's sign up at, uh, online for uh, music, whatever uh, video streaming and then we can't find a place to cancel it either. yeah that's yeah. Yeah. i mean i'm just i'm gonna go ones. off on a rabbit trail yeah. there but so then you have to, then you have to go to your bank and do a stop payment <laughs> thing so it, no, um, just cancel, cancel, cancel the card. card. <laughs> <laughs> so uh here's my quote it's by thomas edison actually and it's one we we use quite a bit it says opportunity is missed by most people because it's often dressed in overalls and looks a lot like work yep <laughs> You know, and, you know, and but it's interesting because a lot of people say, you know, just I'm just never got my opportunity. Just you know, just waiting for my opportunity, waiting for my opportunity. You know, something's going to come, and you know, but like what you're, what people are saying is, I'm waiting for something to come to me. Yep. While I sit on the couch and watch The Office for the seventeenth time, right? Yeah. Who does yeah. that? Yeah. No one does that, <laughs> right? What was it uh, on uh, uh, Christmas Vacation where he says uh, Eddie's been out of work for? Ten, for 10 years he's like he's waiting for a management position right? yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's exactly what's now. happening right yeah <laughs> like I'm, I'm holding out for a management uh-huh. position yeah. well are, are you applying for a management yeah. position anywhere yeah. are you working anywhere to work your way up to a management position so so that's the one side of it but there's also another side um so you know, balance is is, an, is a huge, a hugely important thing, and we'll get to this in, in I don't know a few weeks or I don't know when we'll cover. It. But there, like virtues is just is one part. It's one key component of 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 a manhood mm-hmm. way of living. But there's also the paradigm which we talked about in the first week, and and, but, and then there's balance, right? I mean, um, I don't know if you've seen the Cobra Kai. Anyone watch the Cobra I love Kai? Cobra Kai. Yeah, I'm not that's another. That's <laughs> so we're getting caught up on it because we don't have streaming at home because we have we live out in the country and we don't have good internet. So we have to wait until Netflix finally or whoever. No, this was uh, YouTube, I think, finally decides to put it on discs. Yeah, and then we can get it. So we've been kind of catching up, but it's like you know, uh, Daniel is uh, it's Daniel, right? Yeah. Um, what's his last name? Rusco. Rusco. Yeah, Daniel. Yeah, Rusco. Something like that. Yeah. 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 All the cover fans had to, out there. I had to go back in the memory banks on that one. But uh, but you know he's he's starting to teach his own to teach his own open his own dojo and he's talking yep. about balance and that's one of the big themes of it. But but it's really true, right? Because because you know a lot of us, a lot of guys, a lot of men are 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 really unbalanced right now and the not working, no ambition, no drive. Like hunger. When we say hunger, like are 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 you hungry for you know something like like are you really you know hungry to to achieve or to succeed yeah but but the balance on that is we also have a lot of guys who who are over hungry right like like they they are pursuing they are pursuing their ambition they're pursuing their goal they're pursuing their dreams without without any balance and and so then there's all this carnage in the wake of it right like their families for example you know th- you know they're working 60 70 80 hours yep. a week and not spending any time with their kids and their kids grow up you know not even knowing who you know their father are. is yep. right and, and and then we have guys who who you know are are so so driven to achieve that that they you know they they might have the biggest house and they might have the most boats and they might have the most whatever but they have no relationships no relationships yep. and 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 by by uh by uh, I guess the fruit of that is 
we, we have no, we won't remember them when they're gone, right? They're not yep. going to be the kind of man we remember because right. all we'll remember about them is like, yeah, uh, that was the guy that, what, he like, he spent his life getting that big house or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he didn't do anything to help anyone else. Like, he didn't invest in anyone else's life. And so no one's going to remember him. Everyone will just kind of probably be glad that he's gone because he's probably a jerk because he was pursuing, you know, yeah. he was, you know, taking advantage of people in, in, in the, so what do you guys think about that with the, uh, with the overambitious yeah, I think that's a hundred percent right. Where you start, you start moving on, and you you get going, and you're like, you, the the ambition takes over, and you not forget about people, but you you put your your needs and yourself above everybody else's, right? Mm-hmm. Like you start to say like like let's say for an example for a normal normal job layout where you're trying to move up in a company, right? The the problem that I have with jobs is when you're trying to get that promotion. So is everybody else, right? Yeah. You're, you're you're trying to say that no, I am better than all these people. And if you're really ambitious and you're you're really trying to just push people down, you do whatever you need to, to right. get ahead. Sometimes right. that's actually doing things that are not above board to make them look bad, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it just it creates this this sense of entitlement and like no no caring about other people, right? Yeah, and I think uh, from my perspective, it's a when I think of it, it, I think it is as a um, misshot of of purpose, you know, purpose and meaning, and it can go that can go both ways, uh, with you know, on on either side of the fence, and so um, so your purpose on earth and here is to uh, work as hard as you can, and you know, and and reach this destination that we're always trying to get to, but it's just. You know, you just never quite there, you mm-hmm. know, and now I got the boat, now I got the house, now I got, you know, or whatever in whatever um, order. Um, and it's and it's continuous, you know, instead of, um, uh, Alan Watts says it really well of life as, you know, people think of life as a, as like a traveling, as, as a distance from this place to that place instead of a, an actual um um, kind of like dance or music, he, he interprets it as as life as is you know we 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 do life just like music to we do music to play it you know mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. the the whole thing behind music is to do the music right and um, I think it's a you know from from what I've researched on it and and my pursuit of happiness. Um, is is that I I strive now to uh, what can I be of, of service to to not just myself well myself first but then that that comes into other people too and I think you know um, we don't I I strive my whole life trying to do that right. trying to find my happy point and right. um, it's it's been a journey for well, me. Well, yeah, and, and happiness, you know, it's one of those things. I, I I actually don't think we're supposed to be chasing or pursuing happiness. I think happiness is supposed to be a byproduct of purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's my point yeah. too. You know, it's like it's like when you're looking for it, you're like you'll never find it because right. it's, you're searching for something that right. should already be there. But the the thing we're gonna we're, we're gonna come up with, you know, come, once we start getting more in depth on some of these, you know, we'll have these virtues like like hunger, and that's what we call mm-hmm. it. that's the label for mm-hmm. this one is hunger. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have these virtues, and and, and they'll kind of be on a balance. You know, if you picture a balance, you know, and so so one side when you when you don't have that balance, when you don't ha- have any of that virtue, 
then then you're you're taking advantage of people. You're living off of other people, living off the system, whatever it is. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with using the system. There's you know the system is there. You know if you need the system, you know then use the system. But don't don't use the system as an excuse for not having the virtue of work. But then at the other at the other side, there's also taking advantage of people to get ahead, right? Yep. So like the really driven people, uh, you know they they might they might not be taking advantage of people to get to get more money in their bank account, but they're taking advantage of people by stepping on their heads yep. or their faces yeah. to get ahead in life, whatever it is. And, and so, but that's another virtue, right? Like, like how you treat other people is another virtue, which mm-hmm. we're not going to be getting into today. Um, so, but it's kind of like a grid, right? Where you've got all these virtues and they all overlap. And, and, you know, so you can't just look at one virtue of, of hunger or humility. You have to look at it with how those, those virtues also impact other people and the other virtues in your life. Like they all, ha- they all work together. And that's one of the things that I, that I kind of don't like about our modern self-help world is as we say well it's like you know there's three steps to being a man you're like here's your three <laughs> steps like well it's not that simple no no it, it really isn't um because there, there's a lot to it and if it was that simple then we'd have a lot more men, men. yeah <laughs> yeah right yeah for sure so, exactly well i think we're gonna start wrapping things up and you guys have anything else to say to finish up I think it was a good conversation. I mean, we could go into depth about about all this. I mean, I have so many life experiences that I just want to just go, ah, you know, especially to the youth. Mm-hmm. To the youth, it's like, man, you know, if you get it now, if you get it now, and I'm pretty sure somebody said that to me when I was a of kid. Of course they did. Of course I'm they did. I'm sure of it. And, yeah, we all heard that a lot. Did oh, I listen? Yeah. Did I listen? No, I didn't. Uh, so yeah, but that doesn't I, mean you know, sharing your story isn't going to help somebody. No, absolutely sure. not. Absolutely not. And you know, if I if if I thought that way, I would I I wouldn't be sitting in front of right. this microphone and and you know doing other things in my life that uh, that do that. But uh, I just really think it is important that. Um, the older generation I'm speaking of myself <laughs> I got gray hairs to prove it um, that we do that we do try to share the message and, and hopefully that it sticks so, well that's one of that's actually one of our virtues but it's part of like who we are you know yeah. like you a, a man <clears throat> a man is someone who invests in other men especially yep. in the next generation yes and, uh, and that's that's a huge, huge problem right now. And that's also in that book, by the way, Boys Adrift. I just recommend that book. Just go read the book. It's really good. <laughs> um, or listen to the book. But but like there 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 are no you know in societies around the world and throughout history, uh, there there's always been you know a, a a time in life where men taught the boys how to be man. There, yep. And there's usually. Uh, usually a ceremony that goes along with that, and some of those can be pretty questionable, pretty dangerous, like getting getting uh, stung by poisonous ants and then you know waking up from it. You know, like th- they can get really crazy. Are we um, talking Lord of the Flies? <laughs> well, Lord of the Flies, yeah. There's that one too. Um, that that's world with that's a world without men and when yeah. boys are left to their own, yeah. right? Um, their own devices. Yeah. Um, but but there is no. One of the things he says in the book: there's no enduring culture. Where, uh, where men are taught how to be men by women, 
and women are taught how to be women by men. Yep. The only enduring cultures throughout history are ones where men teach men how to be men and women teach women how to be women. And and people don't like that today. It's not a super popular thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. like well, well, I'm you know I'm a single mom and I should be able to teach my my boy how to be a man. Well, I you know, I it's appreciate the challenge and struggle of of being a single mom. And yep. that's actually something I'm hoping will come out of this podcast is like as men yes. like us have the opportunity to come along alongside sing, uh, single moms and and work with their boys and say well yep. here's what it means to be a man yeah and 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 let's let's but you got and that's one of the things he actually encourages in the book if you're a single mom and, and you and you just you don't have a lot of men in your life you have to find places where you can get your boy around men and they'll start to pick up some yep. of the traits of manhood so yeah throw something in there really quickly you're talking about just kind of having that surround yourself and, and that goes along for men in general right mm-hmm. now, right? Is is we don't really think about this a whole lot just because we just kinda of have the friends we have, right? And a lot of times it's a lot of times our friends that we have are people that we become friends with through work, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that is underestimated of how much impact that has on you. Right. Because right? it's it's sense it's uh, it's always been said that like your your five closest friends is, is who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So like if your five closest friends are all people that have no ambition or hunger, right? You're the you're the sixth person, right? Yeah. If you look at them and you're like, man, I have friends that just don't have any hunger or ambition. Well, look at yourself too, because mm-hmm. neither yeah. do you, right? right. And, and you can have all the hope and the dreams in the world, but then at the end of the day, you're like you're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm moving this way. You're like, you know what? I'm just gonna go hang out with these guys for the weekend. And by the end of the weekend, you're thinking the exact same way they are right. again. Of course, so, yeah. So like my biggest encouragement is. I know it's hard to say, but sometimes you just got to get rid of your friends and five, find find some new friends that are, are moving places, right? Find friends that are treating their wives with respect. Find friends that are actually what you would consider men, and you will become that sixth person that you respect. Right. Well said. So. Yeah, and and, and it may not be it may not be that you have to get rid of them as no, friends. No. But you got to you. It's that balance thing, yep. right? I mean, so like one of the things that, that we talk about, you know, we have this conversation once a week now, which is a huge step forward for yep. us. Uh, where yeah. we're getting together with other guys talking about being a man on a weekly basis. That's a huge step forward, right? Because we weren't doing it more than once a month prior to this. Yeah. Um, if that. So so that's a huge step forward, but it's still just a tiny drop in the bucket yep. in terms of the... So there's 168 hours in the week. If this is the only hour we're spending together and talking about being a man, it's still not going to be enough. Yep. If we're in relationships with other people where yep. we're spending 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 hours a week with these other people when you're working yep. with them... That's just, I mean, you're, there's no way to balance that out, right? So, so, so somehow you have to start, you have to start putting, you know, the influence of, of men in your life and other ways that, it, that is going to start balancing out that scale. And then sometimes yeah. it might mean, oh, I limit the, I limit the influence I let this yeah. person have in my yeah. life because it's, it's detrimental to my, my, my long-term objective as a human. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's hard too that, to, to get, say, say like with me to get somebody to want, you know, to want to be mentored right you know it's like uh i'm i'm surrounded by you know uh, a lot of opportunities for younger males that come in into where i live and and you know i i I give them the love and Mm -hmm. and uh uh respect and and all that and 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 try to you know shine it to where uh they ask me you know because i i know that going towards somebody and saying, Hey, I really want to mentor you. Um, it doesn't usually work. Right. It doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, that's, that's actually why, this is why this is a, a virtue for us is we actually, we're looking for this and other people before we even approach them to say, you know, you know, I'd like to, I'd like to mentor you, but you know, we'd, we'd say, you know, I see that you actually have this hunger. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. You're, you're hungry to grow. You're hungry to become more mature. You're hungry, whatever it is. And, and I want, like, I'm looking for that. Yeah. Can we get together? Yeah. Um, but, but, but you're right. And that's where it actually comes in with our other, our other virtue we talked about last week of humility. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not a, a, a humble person, then you're not going to have even the consideration of accepting a mentorship from someone yep. else, right? Like right. you're too full of yourself. So, so I don't need anyone else's help. I can do it on my own, which is uh, the American way. Like I, I can yeah. do it on my own. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I can pull myself up yeah, by my yeah. own bootstraps. But so you got to be humble. You got to be teachable. If you, if you want to actually grow, you're going to have to ha- be humble and teachable. And then you have to actually be willing to have the desire to come under somebody who can teach you something. Yeah. Yeah. And apply apply their teaching. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think of a kid right now that, that, you know, he just came in and uh, you could see it on his face that he's just like, he's like receptive and, and his eyes are wide open and you're like, Mm -hmm. you could just almost feel that. Do I do I approach him? Do I you know how do I go about that? You know, how do I go about, you know, showing him, uh, you know, what I've learned and, and the, from the mistakes I've made and, and whatnot. And it's, it's just like, you can, you could see it on some people and I can also see the, uh, I already know everything. Right. Right. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah so I'm looking, I mean, I'm looking for the same thing, but I'm, I'm looking for, for someone, you know, that if they, they express that kind of first, you know, desire to learn or grow from someone yeah. and then generally what I'll do is I'll ask them if they want to go have coffee and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I'll just kind of ask them some questions and still, you know, not share too much, not get too, not, not dump too much on them. But at the same time, I'm I'm looking to see if they're actually interested in learning from me or if they just want to talk about how how awesome they are or if they're asking me questions. And then at the same time, I'm looking for, for some kind of ambition following that, like, you know, you know, if I, if I have coffee with them and I, and if I buy, if I buy coffee and, and they, you know, maybe they, they show some kind of interest in the meeting, but then they don't ever reach out and say, Hey, you know, I, I really got a lot out of that. Uh, let's do that again. Yep. I'm yeah. probably not going to spend a whole lot of time trying to go after <laughs> that, after that person just because yeah. they, they don't have the hunger to, to really right. learn and grow. So, right. but the, the sad thing is there's there, I have come across almost no one that has a hunger. Yep. Uh, there's just very few, very few guys, very few young men uh, that I've come across in my life that actually have a real hunger to grow, and, and that's a problem we got to fix somehow. So maybe getting the word out there in this way will help us fix it. Yeah, for and sure. Getting these out of people's faces too might help. Yeah, there's a lot of information out there about how um, about how the world basically has been flipped upside down by smartphones. Yeah. So they came out in 2008, but it was about 2012, 2013 when they kind of reached. You know, they they uh, the tipping point, Malcolm Gladwell, the tipping point, they kind of hit that tipping point where the majority of people in society had them. had them. And that was also, I think, about the time when social media became available on iPhones and stuff like that. And, and just it's all been downhill since 2013. And yeah. it's basically, it can almost all be attributed to the smartphone. So, you know, we really need to get those things out of our lives as much as we possibly can. <laughs> Watch your screen time, get it down to an hour, less than an hour a day. I think that's what I mean. That's what we. That's what I shoot for. It's what my wife and I are shooting for. Try to keep it. Keep our screen time on our phones down to an hour a day or less. Yeah. Yeah, but Blazer games more than an hour, and that's on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I go Blazers. 
All right. Well, this has been episode three of the Man They Remember podcast. Thanks, everyone, for uh, for tuning in and uh, watching us live on Facebook if you were there and uh, listen to this uh, post ex post facto, um, which is how most people are listening to the podcast because that's how that's the podcast world. But um, we really do appreciate the help that you can offer. Any help you can offer to get us off the ground, share us. Um, it's going to be like a conversation. Tell another guy yep. uh, that that you that you found this podcast and uh, and it's been really uh, maybe not really helpful, but some. Helpful, and we hope to become really helpful. I'm working on yes. some interviews with other men, uh, both in the area and outside the area. Some guys that uh, hopefully some. I mean, I've got some dreams that I'm. Uh, there's, <laughs> and they'll come. It's going to happen. It's just going to take may, may yeah. take us some time yeah. to get there. But uh, we've got some some men that are going to be on the podcast in the future that that people are going to want to hear their interviews. Um, but. Uh, help you know another great way you can you can help is by leaving a review on iTunes go to the or your whatever podcast app Please. you use and just go uh, leave a five star review and then and then say definitely worth your time check it out uh, if you if you don't mind doing that um, and then and pass the pass the word along in conversation mantheyremember.com slash podcast you can find we're available everywhere now oh really including Pandora nice so uh, that up. one that came out came through That's on cool. Thursday I think right on so uh, yeah, so uh, you can go go find it there and say, hey, go check this out. And send them a link and uh, and then just spread the word and, and then join the community. Get uh, like us on Facebook, yeah. Facebook.com/slash Man They Remember, and there's a, a group there we're trying to get going where we can encourage one another to be men, uh, w- men of virtue. Be part uh, of the solution. Yeah. So got to start. We got to start the influences and associations. Ryan was talking about. We got to start flipping flipping the script or getting the balance a little bit uh, more towards the side of yeah. these are people. And you can do it right on Facebook, which is full of negativity and, and yep. all the worst stuff. But go right on Facebook and start using instead of having that be a source of tearing you down and tearing people down, let it build you up and build other people up in the process. Yep. So, 100%. All right. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great week. We'll Have talk to you again soon. Help us create a better league of men by sharing this podcast with your friends. By ourselves, we can't do that much, but together, we could change the course of history. ManTheyRemember.com and Facebook.com slash ManTheyRemember.